What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Thanks for joining us on a Friday. It is Friday the 22nd. Did you make it through the week? You ready for a nice weekend? Hopefully you guys have some bets in place. A couple things lined up. Of course, remember to tune in Saturday and Sunday morning for our quick picks. Try and get those out as early as possible. But uh, on today's show, going to do a deep dive on one of the two NFL playoff games coming up this weekend. Obviously, uh, Fridays are deep dive Fridays. We like to give you guys a uh, sneak peek on how we do things, how we handicap in our process of uh, ending up betting on one team or another. So like I said, we'll break down one of the two NFL games on today's Deep Dive Handicap Show. Uh, special thanks to Woos Media. This is a Woos Media podcast, but uh, they do much more, Woos Media does, than simply podcasting. If you own a business or know anyone who owns a business and want to make the most of your online marketing, whether it's on apps, social media, websites, contact Woos Media. See if they can help you out. Online, WoosMedia.com. That's W-O-O-Z-E, media.com. Uh, contact them today, see what they can do for you in terms of improving your online presence. And uh, while we're talking about uh, sponsors, we do have a new sponsor that we're going to introduce next week. So stay tuned on Monday. Uh, some pretty exciting stuff coming up there. All right, let's dive in. NFL game coming up this weekend. And uh, unfortunately, we are not handicapping Green Bay and Tampa Bay. Uh, that one seems to be one of the, you know, a little more popular, probably going to get a few more eyeballs, but honestly with the NFC championship, there's so many unknowns. There's so many question marks that I'm having a hard time nailing down. So when I don't understand something about the line or when there's some unknowns about the line that I can't exactly pinpoint, Hey, we don't have to bet these games. That's our advantage, but we will talk about the bills and the Chiefs. Now, the Bills Chiefs is going to be the night game. It's going to be 440 Pacific. I believe this is Pacific. Let me see real quick here. Kansas City Chiefs. KC Chiefs game time. Um, no, 330 Pacific. Uh, 630 Eastern on Sunday night. So that's Bills Chiefs. We're going to handicap that game. The current line is the Kansas City Chiefs minus three, minus 120. And the Bills, um, excuse me, the over-under is 54. And you market consensus is going to be pretty much over minus 115, under minus 105. Uh, now, you know, quickly again to, to kind of divert here, the sponsor who we're teaming up with, who uh, you're going to hear about next week, they are a, uh, a new kind of sports book where you don't have to pay the VIG. So if you're betting the, let's say you're betting the, uh, Buccaneers in the first game. The first game, the Packers are three-point favorites at minus one tw- about minus one fifteen. So the Bucks are minus one hundred five. Packers minus one fifteen. If you're betting that on the sponsor we're talking about next week, you don't have to pay the vig. If you guys like not paying vigs, again, stay tuned for next week. Uh, but either way, uh, Kansas City is a three-point favorite at home, about minus one twenty or so, in terms of the shaded. Price. Okay, so let's dive in. Uh, my main thing with this game, and my main thing with this entire handicap is how much did Kansas City's overall stats, especially things like rush defense, how much did the Chiefs underperform during the season? Because 
it's I mean, it's not even the case can be made. Kansas City underperformed this year compared to how good they can be every game. That should be obvious. I'm not going to argue that because that should be obvious. If Kansas City approached every game as if it were a do or die, win or move on, they would have tremendously outperformed the stats they put up this season. So I think that's important to note. Teams like, well, pretty much every single team in the league this year, aside from Kansas City, maybe Green Bay in a few games, and maybe Baltimore actually, in some games where they played some uh, opponents who they were big favorites against. Besides those teams in those situations, every other team in the NFL strongly represents what we saw this season through 16 games. And that includes the Buffalo Bills. So what Buffalo put out there, we should take that very seriously. What Buffalo did this season, we should say, okay, they're going to not necessarily replicate or reproduce identically the stats they put up during the year, but we have a good idea of what's an average performance look like if you're the Buffalo Bills. What we saw is what you're going to get. It's different with Kansas City. What we saw is not necessarily what we're going to get, and I think that's the most important thing to keep in mind. Throughout all these stats, throughout everything we're talking about in today's handicap, keep in mind, if Kansas City needed to do better, they could have. There were a lot of games where Kansas City not necessarily took their foot off the gas because it's not like a lot of these wins were blowout wins. They haven't covered the spread in, in, in a couple months. But during the season, I do strongly believe whether it was execution on the field or it comes down to play calling and, and an Andy Reid level, what we saw from Kansas City did not necessarily represent how good they can be and how good they will be in the playoffs. Uh, the other thing that I think is weighing this line is the great stat of DVOA. And it's something we've talked about on this show a lot. Football Outsiders, a well-known analytics website, has made DVOA one of the more popular advanced, uh, advanced statistics in the NFL. The only problem is that sometimes when there's one overwhelming stat that people keep going to, keep talking about, keep going to, keep talking about, that now becomes meaningless because when so many people are using a stat and so many people have that information, it's tough to now find ways to put that into a line to where you have an edge. If everyone's using DVOA, no one may as well use DVOA. And the whole idea of having that inside track because you you know, had a football outsider subscription or whatever, that's gone. The whole idea of using DVOA is some sneaky edge that's gone. And I think that actually is influencing this line. I think the market uses DVOA a lot. And Kansas City is currently second to last in the NFL in rushing DVOA. But look, if you look at yards per game and yards allowed, they're average to above average in most stats. They're 21st in rushing yards a game allowed. They're 14th in passing yards a game allowed. Don't read too much into Kansas City's advanced stats. Again, I don't believe they're necessarily telling the truth with how good this team is compared to Buffalo, where I think that they are telling the truth. Now, you may say, well, what are some of these advanced stats? Um, what? What, I, what exactly can we look at and narrow things down to here? And I, I pulled a couple from lineups.com. They have rankings here that are either straight, pure NFL rankings or a mixture of some combined rankings. And I'll, I split them up based on offense and defense. So let's quickly go through some of these rankings and compare either Kansas City and Buffalo or Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. 
Okay, talking about fantasy points per game. In terms of offensive, we'll start with the offense. So offensive fantasy points per game. Kansas City, number two. Buffalo, number four. Not too much of a difference there. Uh, Passing yards per game. Kansas City, number one. Buffalo, number three. Passing touchdowns, both ranked number number three. So obviously, in those couple stats, both are elite offenses. Neither offense has a clear edge in either of those stats. But then you get to red zone attempts. And even though Kansas City and Buffalo both highly efficient in the red zone, Kansas City didn't have near the amount of red zone attempts this year. Kansas City was ninth in the NFL in terms of red zone attempts. Buffalo was number one overall. And that means something. Kansas City scored almost as many points, had just as many yards, was just as prolific of an offense, but they score from deeper out. They don't have as many drives. They don't hold the ball as long typically because they're scoring from the 30, 40, 50 yard line with explosive plays. Buffalo matriculating down the field, getting in the red zone and converting. That I think... Look, you you could make an argument both ways. I'm not saying this is great for Kansas City. This could be a good stat for Buffalo because they're used to this really uh, kind of tough way of of moving the ball, getting it to the red zone, and then scoring. I don't necessarily think just because this is a playoff game, we're going to see this heavy defensive match and it's going to be moving the sticks 10 yards at a time. I think we could see some some offensive explosion this game from both teams. So I do think it's going to be much more of an up and down type of game, which will favor Kansas City. If you're going to favor any team here, just in terms of who's going to be comfortable in that type of game. But I thought that was kind of an interesting stat that I wanted to bring out. Kansas City ninth in the NFL in terms of red zone attempts. Buffalo number one overall. All right. Interceptions thrown, Kansas City number two, meaning they don't turn the ball over. Kansas City, uh, Buffalo number nine, so more middle of the pack. Turnovers in general, Kansas City number two, Buffalo number 13. So Kansas City has a clear edge here. They don't turn the ball over. They hang on to it. Patrick Mahomes doesn't throw interceptions. These guys don't fumble it. So Kansas City really has an upper hand in terms of turnovers. Buffalo 13th in terms of giving the ball away in the NFL. Sacks, Kansas City 5th overall. Buffalo ninth overall. So pretty good both teams in terms of sacks. Overall on offense, you have to give a slight nod to Kansas City. And again, I, I'm going to say this throughout the podcast today. How good were Kansas City's numbers? I believe they are better than those numbers reflect. All right, let's get on to the defensive side. In terms of points allowed, Kansas City, number 10 in the NFL. Buffalo, number 16. Uh, Passes against, or excuse me, pass attempts against. I wanted to bring this out because I think it's important that we identify Buffalo hasn't been tested this year. No one threw the ball on Buffalo. Buffalo, 24th overall in pass attempts against. Kansas City's 14th. So Kansas City, about average in terms of seeing the, the, seeing the pass. Buffalo has pretty good stats against the pass, but honestly, they haven't faced it much. In terms of rushing attempts against Kansas City, 19th, Buffalo, 12th. So the reason this is important is you may say, well, okay, Tyler, if Buffalo's 22nd overall in pass attempts against, that must means that just must mean a lot of people are running the football, lining it up and running it down, you know, running it against them. And that's not the case. They're 12th overall in rush attempts against. So what we can take from this is Buffalo's defense hasn't been on the field that much. But in their first matchup where Kansas City went to Buffalo earlier this year, Kansas City won the time of possession 38-22. 
Okay, so we're starting to build a case for the Chiefs. All these little things adding up to where it's a little edge here, little edge there that I don't think are accounted for in the line or even overaccounted for in the wrong direction when you talk about things like DVOA for Kansas City's rushing defense. Uh, red zone touchdown rate. It's interesting. Neither team is fantastic on defense stopping the other team in the red zone. Kansas City's defense is 21st overall in terms of red zone touchdown rate. Buffalo's 27th overall. So again, we could see a lot of points this weekend. Whether these teams are scoring in the red zone or outside the red zone, that's how this game's setting up. And a lot of the other important stats, Kansas City and Buffalo were in pretty much the same cluster of, of statistics for passing and rushing. So look, we're dealing with it with a couple teams in this game who have very similar offenses and very similar defenses. But again, how much do we put into Kansas City's regular season stats? How much do those reflect accurately how good the Chiefs can and will be this weekend? All right, let's move on to another uh, kind of a bullet point here. Experience, because Kansas City, their entire roster is experienced pretty much their entire roster. They were here last year. They've been here before. Kansas City knows the feeling of being in a championship game like this. Buffalo has the exact opposite. Almost no one on their roster. As a matter of fact, I heard a uh, Josh Norman interview today, and I think he said five guys on their entire roster have experience in an AFC or NFC championship game. So that matters. You know, it would matter a little bit more if there was a crowd there because it adds to the nerves, the the adrenaline flow, so on and so forth. But it still means something. How much, whether it's even 0.1 to 0.3 points, it means something, at least enough for us to bring up in moving the line one way or another. Um, by the way, I don't think we did this before the game started. Our beginning line is Kansas City minus three and a half. Okay, so we already have Kansas City minus three and a half before anything starts, um, which means Kansas City is probably about 2.75 points better, and the rest is made up in home field advantage. All right, where were we? Uh, experience, Kansas City, almost in the entire roster, Buffalo, almost none. All right, let's get to the quarterbacks, the quarterback battle here. And I think this is important. You know, they're not on the field at the same time. I think sometimes this is overdone, but quarterbacking kind of matters in the NFL. So the quarterback comparison, uh, looking at games this season, total games played, Mahomes in terms of having a quarterback rating under 90. Okay, so quarterback rating over 90, under 90 for every game played this season. Mahomes had two games all year where he had a quarterback rating under 90. Josh Allen had seven games this season, quarterback rating under 90. Uh, we talked about turnovers earlier. Uh, how many times do they fumble the football? Mahomes has five fumbles this year. Allen has 11 fumbles. Uh, total interceptions. Mahomes has five interceptions. Allen's ha Allen has 11. So when you combine interceptions and fumbles, Allen has 21. Patrick Mahomes has 10. And total QBR... Patrick Mahomes, number two, Allen, number three. So very similar in a lot of stats, except, again, turnovers. And as we said uh, a few minutes ago on the pod, when you look at teams who turn the ball over and don't, Kansas City does, uh, does not turn the ball over, Buffalo does. When you look at defenses forcing turnovers, Kansas City forces turnovers, Buffalo doesn't. When you look at quarterbacks throwing the football and, and, and fumbling the football, Josh Allen fumbles it almost twice as, or, and throws picks almost twice as much as Patrick Mahomes. I think turnovers are going to be key this game. I really do. It's one of the biggest factors that 
I don't think is being talked about enough. Who turns the ball over this game or who gets turnovers will likely dictate the outcome here. If it's even as it was the first game where turnovers were 1-1, and I'm talking about the first matchup between these teams on October 8th, I think it was this season, I still give the the lean to, to Kansas City. It's all about if Buffalo creates two or three turnovers and doesn't turn it over at all, that's, I think, Buffalo's recipe to win. Do I think that's going to happen? Or do think do I think that's likely to happen? Or at least as likely as we're seeing reflected in the lines? I think there's there's value on Kansas City. And again, I've talked a few times about that first matchup in uh, early October. Here's a couple stats from that game. Kansas City beat Buffalo 26-17 in Buffalo. Mahomes was 21 of 26 for 225 yards and two touchdowns. No interceptions. Uh, Allen was 14 to 27 for 122, two touchdowns and one pick. Uh, rushing the ball, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, 26 carries, 161. And uh, Josh Allen uh, carried the ball, actually led Buffalo in rushing, eight carries for 24 uh, total yards. So obviously, Buffalo needs way more production at the running back position this game. It's going to have a different feel slightly because it's a playoff game, but just because it's the playoffs doesn't mean these two teams are going to change up the way they fundamentally play offense. Uh, the final score, like I said, 26-17. Don't let that fool you. The game was 23-10 late in the fourth quarter. Kansas City's defense with about seven, eight minutes went into more of a prevent. And uh, Buffalo ended up getting one more touchdown there. So Kansas City did have a good stranglehold on that game. As I said, turnovers were 1-1. Kansas City actually had eight penalties to Buffalo's four. So Kansas City didn't play a very clean game, and they still won uh, pretty comfortably. Again, possession, twenty excuse me, 38 minutes to 22 minutes, Kansas City led there. And this is interesting. Yards per pass and yards per play. Yards per play. Kansas City out uh, gained Buffalo 6.4 to 4.1. And yards per pass, Kansas City 8.2, Buffalo 4.5. So when you add all that up, our finishing line, our final line for the game is Kansas City minus 4. Kansas City minus 4. Currently, the price is Kansas City minus 3 at minus 120. Uh, I think this is a slight value play. So we'll take Kansas City... Wanted to handicap one of these two games anyway. Give you guys a pick for one of the NFL games. So whatever you have this weekend, good luck. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning on Saturday's Quick Picks. This has been the Sharp Angle Podcast.